Head coach Dabo Sweeney has released the depth chart ahead of their week one matches with the Duke Blue Devils. Who is going to be the starters? Who's named co-starters? And where are some of these young freshmen going to land? I'll tell you next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. You already know that I'm part of the co-host team of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast as well as the founder of the Scouting Room. Guys, thank y'all for tapping in and making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, thank you for being the family, but thank you for being my everydayers, man. Nothing but love uh, from me to you guys and, and all the support that you've shown me. Guys, we have a fun show. We're getting into the 2023 Week 1 depth chart. All right, we're going to break it down by position. We're going to look at the offensive skill positions. Who's the starters? Who's named potential co-starters, backups? We're going to get into that. As well as uh, offensive line, defensive line. Who's going to be starting for us in the trenches? And for the linebackers in secondary, who should we be uh, looking out for? Because uh, who's going to be uh, listed as the starters in in the number two spot as well. But before we get into all of that, before we get into all of that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Guys, FanDuel Sportsbook is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. All right, guys, like I said, we're starting it out with the offensive skill positions, all right? And, and, and of course, we already know that the, the cat's been out the bag since DJU transferred. QB1 is K-Club. There's no discussion there now. Who's backing him up is Hunter Helms, okay? The junior, 6-2-2-10, he is QB2 behind K-Club. So for whatever reason, K has to come out of the game, then uh, you know Hunter Helms will be the guy taking over under center. But let's look at, of course, running backs, right? Kind of cold start type of situation. You got the, on the depth chart, they have the or uh, listed. But what we have is Will Shipley and Phil Moffat, you know, as RB1, RB2, right? We already know how that dynamic kind of worked out. Will Shipley is going to be the guy that starts uh, most of the games this year. And, but Phil Moffat is going to get his, his opportunities, right? Now, you look at the wide receivers. This is where it gets a little a, a little fun right here, right? Uh, at the X, kind of the big X receiver, you got Adam Randall or Cole Turner. So you got it. It's going to be between those two. And then in the slot, it's Antonio Williams with Greenville, South Carolina's freshman, Tyler Brown, who's also on the as the list as the punt and kick returner, so we expect to see Tyler Brown in some shape or form with the football in his hands, making a potential dynamic play. And then at the Z receiver, it's Bo Collins with Brandon Specter and or Troy Stellato backing him up. Right. So the crazy thing about this wide receiver core, listen to these numbers here: Adam Randall, six two, two twenty five; Cole Turner, six. Uh, 6'1", 185, okay? 
And you have uh, Hampton Earl, who's 5'10", 195. Then you go into the slot, you have two 5'11", 180, and 95-pound receivers. Antonio Williams, 5'11", 195. Tyler Brown, 5'11", 180, okay? Then you look at the the, the, the Z receiver, the other outside receiver, Bo Collins, 6'3", 210. Brandon Spector, 6'1", 205. Troy Stellato, 6'1", 190. What are you saying, Damian? DP, what are you talking about? What I'm saying is that outside of the slot, we have some big body guys, but we have some good athletes as well. So be excited about that. I, I keep saying this, guys. I want you guys to be excited about this wide receiver core because I'm excited for it. I, was, I haven't been excited about Clemson's uh, wide receiver core over the past couple of seasons. Right now, I'm excited about it because I think that they, they mesh well. A lot of side NFL type of size and frames, but athleticism, uh, big body plays, and with the guys that, you know, the, with the slot receivers that can really make plays after the catch and everything, man. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right? Now, of course, tight end. We kind of already know how this whole tight end thing works, right? We know that at the tight end position is Jake Brenningstool, 6'6", 230, with Sage Ennis, 6'4", 240, and Josh Sapp, 6'1", 235, backing him up as tight end two and three. But expect to see a lot of Jake Brenningstool being potentially one of the top I, I believe he's going to be one of the top options uh, in this passing offense, and I think that they're going to get the ball to this young man. I truly believe that, guys. Now, go to the two. Let's go to the trenches. All right. The, and I told you guys. I told you guys. You know, during the the the, the kind of reports from camp that there was a battle between, for left tackle between Tristan Lay and Colin Sadler, two six six, three hundred and ten plus pound athletic offensive lineman. And on the depth chart, they have at left tackle Tristan Lay or Colin Sadler. I think it's going to be Tristan Lay, but again, these both of these guys have been battling. Okay. And what I had heard that Tristan Lay had a little bit of a leg up, but you know, they, they both work, they both up their games coming into camp and throughout camp. <clears throat> At left guard, it's solidified. Marcus Tate, 6'5", 325. He is going to be your starter at left guard. At center, we already know the QB of the offensive line, Mr. Versatility, Will Putnam, 6'4", 310. Uh, the, the, the senior, he is going to be starting uh, Manning, the middle of the offensive line. At, at right guard, Walker Parks, 6'5", 310. All right, and then you got Mitchell Hayes, Mitchell Mays, and then Harris Sewell backing him up, and then going back to Will Putnam, we have Ryan Linthicum and Trent Howard backing him up, right? Um, so, you know, you know, good, good quality backups and good depth, in my opinion, honest opinion. Their right tackle, I think we talked about it, Blake Miller, 6'6", 310, uh, you know what I mean, and everything, him starting at the at the right tackle spot. So looking at the at the depth chart, the, the, you know, do I have any, are there any surprises? Not for me, no. I don't think there's any surprises truly outside of just the fact that I was expecting, well, no, I'm not surprised. I'm not going to say I should, I should, I should have even been expecting that. Where what I was going to say was, you know, just kind of expecting Adam Randall and Cole Turner to be the two outside starting receivers. But I was like, hold on a second. Bo Collins is the junior. He's got the leg up over these two young men. So they were going to let the two young bucks battle it out. But 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 Bo Collins situation, he, he was already going to be slated as a starter. So I'm like I said, I'm not surprised whatsoever. And I'm perfectly fine with. Uh, with, with the way that the the, the uh, depth chart, all the offensive uh, skill positions and offensive line, you know, I was supposed to leave offensive line to the second. Ah, I was supposed to leave it to the second one. 
But it's all good. We don't get in the defense line. It's okay. I got ahead of myself. I got ahead of myself. I'm looking at this depth chart. I felt good. I, I definitely jumped the gun. But it's okay. It's okay. Your boy DP still gonna get into uh, the defensive line and everything. But yes, at the end of the day, I'm I'm very I'm, I'm happy with what we see from uh, on this depth chart. Uh, I think Tristan Lay again starting left tackle more than likely. But other than that, man. Um, just I want to see I want to no matter if Cole Turner starts or not I just want to see a lot of him I want to see a lot of him on that field the deep ball with him the big body the big the plays above the rim former basketball player can can go up and get it the alley ooper is what I call him uh, I have him listed on on, on my uh, spreadsheet and the depth chart that I created uh, which will be available for you guys to look at on the Patreon as well okay the scouting room Patreon you know you want you know I have that up uh, uploaded for you guys. Uh, later on today, but again, that's kind of well, you know, with all these all these adjustments and everything to the to the starting lineup as well. So that's just kind of how I look at it, guys. I look at it from that aspect of listen, offense. I, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. I think uh, coaches did a good job making their selections, and I'm ready for ball. Ready to see his offense on the field. But as I said, I got a little ahead of myself. Your boy jumped the gun. I was supposed to talk offensive line, defensive line in the second segment. So I'm gonna leave the second segment to be for the defensive line. Who's going to be starting on the D-line? Do I agree with it? We're going to get into the backups as well. Coming up next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Guys, sometimes in life we are faced with tough choices and the path for it is not always clear. There's dust, there's smoke. We don't know which way to go. We don't even turn right, turn left, or keep straight. But whether you're dealing with tough decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement, guys. Trusting yourself to make these tough decisions that align with your values like any is like anything else. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. And whether you dealt with trauma or not, but if you've dealt with trauma, man, learning positive coping skills to, and how to set boundaries can empower you to be the best version of yourself. But you don't have to have trauma to need therapy at all, okay? So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try, okay, guys? All you have to do is, is just let therapy, therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash college today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The defensive line for your Clemson Tigers versus the Duke Blue Devils, right? Next week on week one. Of course, let's start at the defensive end spot. We have Xavier Thomas XT uh, is going to be starting at one defensive, defensive end spot. But freshman TJ Parker is edge number two, defensive end number two behind Xavier Thomas. Now, we'll go into the defensive line, interior defensive line. Tyler Davis, okay, Tyler Davis, which we know the, the, the senior, 6'2", 300 pounds with the best defensive lineman in college football, Tyler Davis, but also looks like Peter Woods 
has been listed as the or co-starter. Okay, then we got Peyton Page, 6'4", 315, the junior. At the other defensive tackle spot, we have Rook Aurororo. And again, Peter Woods being labeled as kind of co-starter, IDL, DT2, with DeMonte Caphart at 6'5", 320 more of a kind of a nose tackle type of build, okay? We're going to come back to the co-freshman. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Uh, defensive end on the opposite side. We have Justin Maskell, 6'4", 260, with Kate Denoff, 6'5", 255, the sophomore flanking him uh, as well, okay? Now, the thing about this with the cold situation on the interior D-line, right? Peter Woods, the fr- who I remember, Early in this podcast, what did I call him? The freshman phenom. His his high school tape is outstanding. This young man can do a lot of different things. Can actually line up at defensive end as well because he's just that athletic and strong and and nimble and fluid. So to see him, and honestly, and, and to be to be completely honest, to see him listed as potential IDL two over Peyton Page is a little. Bit of a uh, shock because I figured that you know with Peyton Page brings more, uh, you know just he's been he's been there as a junior compared to this fresh going compared to the freshman as Peter Woods. But I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I do not hate it one one bit, man. I, I want to see Peter Woods get on the field. I heard that he 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 looked good in camp. Uh, you know he he took some lumps right against veteran offensive linemen, but he's able to give some lumps as well. So I perfect. I, in total honesty, I really don't mind this. Uh, I don't mind him being in that situation. Seeing T.J. Parker, and I don't think that was one of the big things I expected too, uh, was T.J. Parker being a, a fixture kind of early in the depth chart in terms of you know that edge two behind Xavier Thomas because there's not a lot of depth, I would say, um, at, at those positions in terms of going three, four, five guys deep behind the two starters. So TJ Parker, I was expecting him to play a prominent role. He was one of the, my freshman spotlights. I was expecting him to play a prominent role this season and to see him listed number two in the depth chart behind XT, who again, uh, KJ Henry, if you did not catch that that uh, interview last Friday, please go check it out, all right? KJ Henry did definitely talked about um, you know how he believes XT is up for a big breakout season, and he thinks he's going to have a special year uh, to close out his um, his college career. So, and remember, I told you guys about him. I said I think he's going to fill that KJ uh, Henry role, that 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 wildly veteran, that elder statesman in the room, that's just going to lead by example, go out there, put his best foot forward on the field, and make the plays that are there to be made. So I, I'm with that all 100 all the way. Okay, so seeing uh, T.J. Parker behind him, I- I'm I'm good with that. Okay, I'm good with that. And then of course, Cade then off behind Justin Maskell. So there's no big surprises there. I do feel like uh, I-, I would like to see Peyton Page, um, you know, a six four three fifteen. Granted, Peter was a six two three fifteen, but I would like to see more Peyton Page, uh, you know, just as the season goes on because I think the big boy can play. Um, he can kind of fill that nose tackle roll that zero, you know, head up on the center or inside shade of the shoulder uh, in terms of the, the you know, you know, being that, that one technique as well. But overall, when I look at the defensive line, like I said, there's no big surprises. Uh, you know, like I said, Rook and, 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 and Tyler Davis, but uh, I would not be surprised um, to see. I wonder, that's the thing I do wonder as well, though. Like, would is there a chance that we could see some – 
big defensive line sets, right? Where maybe you pull because what Xavier Thomas is 6'2, 245, right? And then Justin Masco, 6'4, 260. With Rook and Peter Woods, truly, I think Tyler Davis as well, all those guys frame wise and level of comfort, comfortability, those guys being able to feel okay playing defensive end. Maybe you go like if a team wants to be run heavy, right? And their offensive line is, is stout, like Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame, we just watched them against, albeit it was Navy, Audric Estime, Audric Estime, bowling ball. Tough physical runner. That offensive line, tough physical. Want to move you off the football. If you want, if you want to pull like Xavier Thomas off on some of those rundowns, you can kick. I truly believe that you can kick Rook because Rook is listed at 6'4, 290, right? Tyler Davis is 6'2, um, 300. So maybe you move Rook to, to defensive end, right? Matter of fact, maybe you move him and Tyler Davis. To five tech, and then you put at the at the one and probably the two I or the three, um, Peter Woods at six two three fifteen, and Peyton Page at six four three fifteen. But nonetheless, I just think that that this defensive line gives you a lot of versatility, a lot of flexibility, and what you want to do. And I and I like what I see here. No big surprises on the defensive line, but I'm excited to see Peter Woods. If because when for them, it's different than than tackle, right? I, I well, mm, talking about office tackle because I think it was last year. Remember, as a, as a draft analyst, I studied Auburn, you know, SEC, and they were rotating their their offensive linemen, right? Like their number one and number two, they were rotating their guys it, middle of the game. Now, I don't I don't advise that. I think that's a bad idea because it, it takes away from the flow and the the, the uh, camaraderie and the chemistry of the offensive line when you have the number two guy coming in and the other four starters who may be used to communicating with Tristan Lay, right? So if you take out call, check out Tristan Lay and put Colin Sadler in the middle of the game because you got him on the depth chart as, uh, or as like co-starters or whatever, that's a little weird, but defensive tackle. No, you're used to, ro- you, you're supposed to rotate guys. So I'm like that. I am 100% incomplete. I'm, I'm fine with point blank. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it. It's, it's fine to me. I'm not tripping off of that. I just, uh, I, I would say, um, I want to, I expect to see a lot of Peter Woods. Um, whether, you know, whether he, he's subbing in for Rook or subbing in for Tyler Davis, or maybe, like I said, there's there's ways to get all of them on the field at the same time um, in a four man front. And it's definitely possible. But at the end of the day, I do expect to see a lot of the, my freshman phenom, uh, the, the, the frost, the, the freshman phenom that is Peter Woods. Defensive tackle, man. Shout out to him for working his butt off and getting labeled as a co-starter on the week one depth chart. But, guys, we got to go to the linebackers and the secondary. We got to talk about that and, and, and who started. We already know who's starting the linebacker, baby, but who's backing them up because that's a position that we don't have a lot of depth in. So I'm going to tell you who's backing up Barrett Carter and Jeremiah Charter next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. So if you have not purchased it yet, why not? 
Go ahead and use as a package deal with FanDuel and let them help you get $100 off. Now is the best time to join FanDuel, guys. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props to the over-unders and so so much more, okay? I'm telling you now, guys, America's number one sports book is FanDuel, and you want to go ahead and join and give it a shot. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you do not want to miss. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's close it out on this depth chart breakdown with the linebackers and secondary. We already know who two of the starters are. At Will Linebacker is Barrett Carter. And you already know who's at the mic, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. But the question is, who's going to be at the strong side when they go to strong, go to three linebackers? That's going to be Wade Woodard. And who, but who's backing these guys up? Who's on the back, who is listed as the backups? Okay, well, you have Jamal Anderson, freshman, 6'2", 215, backing up Wade Woodard as the strong side linebacker, right, or the Sam. At, at Mike, we have Kobe McLeod, 5'10", 225. And then we have – or and we have behind – right, you know, they're kind of battling as cold backups. Uh, Kobe McLeod, but then we also have D. Creighton, 6'2", 225. Both are freshmen, all right? Behind Barrett Carter, funny enough, is Wade Woodard. So if Barrett needed to come off the field for any reason – Wade could kick over to a uh, weak side. Looks like they'll just push. And if they're in a situation or a set that just that has a strong side backer or Sam backer on the field, then Jamal Anderson, the freshman, uh, kind of undersized, 6'2, 215, he would step in. So the thing I would say this to this guys with the linebackers, our starters need to stay healthy. Um, I'm a little concerned just with the depth. It's you know, freshman, freshman, freshman. It's it's in the as the backups as depth and 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 that's typically you know that's you would say okay well you know they're they're talented yes that's that's true but i'm gonna tell you something alabama right what, what, was it not well no last year too but the year before 2021 when they went to the natty right got bryce young jameson williams and um john mechie john mechie tests acl in the sec championship game Versus Georgia, they still won that game, right? They still had Jameson Williams, everything like that. Now, going into the national championship game, a rematch with Georgia, people thought it was going to be just peaches and cream because they have all these five star young freshman wide receivers. No, those stars don't matter in college football until you actually prove you can play. And that, and, and, and just having those stars as like, hey, that's my cachet. No, you don't have cachet here on in the college football level. So, yes. Kobe McLeod, D. Creighton, Jamal Anderson could be very talented, highly talented recruits. But this is college football yet again. So, again, it does give me a little anxiety, a little angst when it comes down to this linebacker room. But let's jump to the secondary here. Starting at one corner, we have senior uh, Sheridan Jones being backed up by 
Tor- uh, Toriano Pride, 5'11", 190, sophomore. Shelton Lewis, 5'11", 185, freshman. We've talked about him and, and how the coaches love him, right? At the opposite at the opposite corner, of course, our guy, star, Nate Wiggins, back, you know, 6'2", 185, the junior, uh, backed up by Jaden Lucas, 6'2", 200 pounds, the sophomore, and A.J. Terrell, former Clemson Tiger and current All-Pro Atlanta Falcons cornerback's little brother, Avion Terrell, 5'11", 180, the freshman. We talked about him. A lot of great things coming out of camp about this young man. Some have even called him special, okay? So we got... We have that's the backup there. Now, when you look at the nickel, here's where it gets interesting. No actual nickel corner, right? No cornerback in the nickel. Two safeties. All right. It's peep game, two safeties. And that is Andrew McCuba and Khalil Barnes. And they're about the same height and weight and everything. Six foot 195 of both of them. But that's, you know, Khalil Barnes is backing up Andrew McCuba. And I think this is going to be really big for Andrew McCuba to be able to make, uh, you know, the plays as a nickel corner. We know what he can do in the back end, but playing more nickel uh, full time in this matchup. Oof, that's good. Listen, that's good. That's good stuff. All right. And then at safety, we have Jalen Phillips, 6'1", 205, senior, backed up by Kylan Griffin, 5'11", 200 pounds. And then R.J. Mickens, the senior, 6'2", 10, backed up by Sherrod Koval, Jr., 5'11", 200 pounds, sophomore. So I like this secondary a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. There's size, there's versatility, there's athleticism, okay? And the safety position, we're going to have three safeties on the field with R.J. Mickens, Jalen Phillips, and Andrew Makuba. And, and, and Makuba, of course, playing that nickel spot, but then having two uh, big-time free safeties behind him as well as he is uh, two – Big time safeties behind him as he's a big time safety himself. But just showing, and I'm gonna tell you, my NFL comp for him has always been for for Andrew Makuba, um, Jimmy Ward, who 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 was for the, who played for the San Francisco 49ers. He played corner, he played nickel, he played strong and free safety. Now he's in Houston doing the same thing for D'Amico Ryan's. And I just when I looked at their games, I, I saw a guy with Andrew Makuba who's instinctive, physical, uh, tough. He's a leader. Right. He's a hard worker. And, and if you didn't check out the interview I had with him a couple of weeks ago, go and find that because it's there. And, and that's part of the thing with him as well. You know, new, but, you know, he's going to be a new dad. I don't think he's I don't think they had to had his son yet, but he's going to be a new dad. So listen, man, at the end of the day, this young man is motivated. So I think that the, the nickel spot is going to be big for him, uh, you know, and, and heading into this matchup with, with, with Calhoun, that wide receiver and everything. And yeah, yeah, listen. Listen, man. Um, okay, listen. It's it's. If do you feel that you do you feel that football is here, guys? Let's get amped. Let's get high. Let's get ready. Football is here. Week one is here. All right, we're gonna be prime time Monday night football. No NFL, just Clemson versus Duke on ESPN at night. Okay, eight what eight eight thirty p.m. East in that prime time slot. Man, it can't get no better than this. Nobody, who who got it better than us, right? Sorry, sorry, Jim Harbaugh. I know that's your thing over at Michigan, but I had to tell you because it, it, it fits right now. It fits here. It fits. All right, it fits. But guys, listen, listen. That's the that's the that's the the breakdown of Week One's depth chart, man. The, the offensive and defensive. Like I said, the only the only big concern I have is just the youth at, at the, the depth, the youth. Uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, commanding the depth 
portions of the linebacker room, just young, talented guys, but that there's not a ton of playing experience. And that is what I'm more so uh, concerned to worry about. Outside of that, guys, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Uh, you know, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a blast this Thursday. I'm gonna tell you guys now. I'm kind of a spoiler alert, right? We're gonna I'm we're gonna have a crossover show with me and my guy JJ, who hosts Locked On Duke. Uh, so we're gonna have a crossover show, breaking down the game, previewing it, having a good time, man. Talking some ball, all right, here on the Locked On Podcast Network. But guys, stay stay uh, stay tapped in with your boy, and I appreciate y'all joining me today. Thank y'all for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for being the family, but my everydayers, man. Listen, my being the everydayer is important to me, and and it's a big title. And anybody that's my everydayer, hey, listen, love, man. Love to you from your boy, okay? Love from your boy. But uh, listen, on the YouTube side, go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts and get the latest episodes as soon as it's available on YouTube. Subscribe, uh, like, talk to for, for the algorithm. Remember this, for the algorithm, FTA, comment for the algorithm, okay? Comment. I need those comments, guys. Tap in, like, comment, hit the bell notification whenever, uh, you know, once you subscribe so that you know whenever I drop content on this channel. And let's get this channel from 600 to 1,000. Let's do that by midseason, if not. Guys, let's, let's build this thing up. Let's have a good time. Let's have some fun. All right? In terms of Twitter, you can find and follow me there, DP underscore NFL. Talk to me because I do talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network.